My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about overcoming mental obstacles to achieve your dreams. My guest is Louise Sawicki. She is a holistic fertility specialist, and we're going to hear a beautiful story of how she turned uh, some major, major challenges into uh, what called her to help other people. And so often on this show, we've talked to, we've talked to coaches and healers and, and guides, and, and that's just a very uh, common theme with us. We, we feel challenged in this world. We come in, and whether it's a personal challenge that we are working to overcome or heal within ourselves, or a feeling of just feeling like a square peg in a round hole here on this planet, um, we find our purpose in that challenge. And Louise has a very um, inspiring story about how she found her purpose in her challenge, now helping lots and lots of people overcome their fertility issues through the power of mind shifting and, and some other holistic techniques. And she's going to tell us a lot more about that. Um, but I, I'm excited to talk to her today. And we've, we've had to reschedule this call a couple of times. So, so I think it's meant to be at this particular time. Uh, a lot of divine timing going on on the episode delivery. So I hope anyone out there listening will get a lot out of this story. And um, welcome, Louise. How are you today? I'm good, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. And finally, we get to do this. I know. <laughs> You're welcome. It is. It is. And it's all divine timing. I I, I just know it. So uh, I know uh, some of my listeners and, and clients will say, I just randomly went in and picked out an episode and it was just the right one. And it's, you know, kind of like picking your Oracle card for the day. Uh, so the message that that comes through today will be very meaningful to whoever's listening. I hope so. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to chat. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So why don't we begin by learning more about you? What do you do as a holistic fertility specialist? I guess something people find really extraordinary about me is the fact that I gave birth to three kids in three years. And I guess the reason they find that so extraordinary is the fact that I battled infertility for six long years before becoming a mum. And it was through this life-changing transformational journey that I really found my passion and my purpose. And I now support women in business, in the workplace, in leadership who are struggling to conceive, to realise their dreams of becoming a mum. And although my reach is now global, I'm the head of development for the European Fertility Society, my, my passion and my purpose remain so personal to me. And it was really through my six-year journey, like I said, that I truly found my calling in life. I, I guess I, I hit rock bottom physically and emotionally. I um. I was about five and a half years into our journey and I don't know how many rounds of, of medically assisted reproductive um, treatments we'd done, we'd done it all. But I walked into my fertility specialist appointment that last time and, and she gave me a negative pre- uh, pregnancy test and she said, Lou, 
I can't see you for six months. You need to sort out your physical and your mental health. And in that time, I'd been diagnosed with celiac disease, adrenal fatigue, chronic fatigue and depression. So it was, it was a black hole that I was in. And although that moment in time was at that point in time, the worst thing that could have ever happened to me, it was in hindsight, the moment in time that changed my life. And I went home that night and I took my dogs to the dog park as I do. And I looked up to the stars and I had not up until that point been very spiritual, I guess you could say, but I looked up to the stars and I said to the universe, I need help. I need to know what's going on like this. I had unexplained infertility. Um, so there was no physical reason in inverted commas why. Um, so there had to be something else going on. Um, so I asked for help and I went to work the next day and I got the help I needed. I, it was strange. This lady came up to me and she, that I hadn't really talked too much about my fertility journey and she said, have you tried? Um, it was a, a combination of energetic healing, hypnotherapy, but it was fertility with a fertility lens. And I said, no, I haven't. She said, she gave me this, the number of, of this lady and she said, try and give her a call. And I did. And this lady changed my life. And I spent the next six months healing my mind and my body. I just got a team of professionals around. I got acupuncture, a number of different energetic healers. I used um, a naturopath. I used, you know, a team of people to heal my mind and my body. And I really got to the bottom of what was going on. There was a lot of uh, generational trauma, a line of, of stuff from my family, I guess you could say, that I just wasn't aware of before, but it was just presenting as infertility. And during that time, my husband and I, well, he wasn't my husband then, decided that we were going to get married. So we've been together 15 years. So I put together a wedding in a couple of months and we got married in the December and in the January, I went back to my fertility specialist and it was six months to the day after I walked out and she took a whole lot of uh, blood tests from me. And the next day she said, she gave me a call and I was sitting on the train and she said, are you sitting down there? And I said, yeah. And she said, you're pregnant. And it was just, it was, it was the most amazing feeling in the world. And nine months nearly to the day after we got married, I gave birth naturally to our first son. And I guess it was really at that point in time that the, this whole mind-body connection with the penny really started to drop. And I was, I was kind of like, if this can help me, then I can help others as well. So over the next couple of years, that's when I started to do training and I really, I had, I've had two other children in between. So I've now got three beautiful kids, which I'm very fortunate to have. And in between, I've done my training and research and, and, and really started to build up my business and, and truly find my passion in life and my purpose. And it's just something that I'm just so fortunate that I've found through my journey. That's awesome. That's a beautiful story. And, and you know, yes, for those called to, to have children in this world, that creation of life is is amazing and and you know that you were so strongly knowing that this is my path i'm meant to be a mother i'm meant to bring these souls into the world i have a soul contract 
and then also to turn around and see how you can help others. I mean, that's a, a beautiful way to follow your calling and, and to see that through. I'm just smiling, listening at that, you know, amazing day that you got that call. But I am curious too, um, just to hear about the time before that, <clears throat> when the generational trauma was more active with you or that mind-body separation. Can you share what that was like before you had that moment of looking up at the stars and realizing that there was some alignment work to do? I guess I wasn't really aware of it, but obviously in hindsight, it was very, um, very obvious. I mean, it was presenting in, in my lack of, of, of worthiness. Like I, I, I really look back now and I, I just didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Like I hated myself really. Like I just wasn't happy within myself. I mean, to the, uh, the outside world, I had, a, I guess a, a pretty good life which I did you know I had a family that loved me a partner who absolutely adored me we, we were traveling the world you know I, I'd done okay in my career we, we were on the outside okay but on the inside I was dying in a way I guess you could say it was I know my mind was poisoning my body um, and I mean I guess looking back now I there was a lot of mental there's a, a line of mental illness on the on the uh, female side of my mum's family so there was a lot going on there that I had to process generationally obviously um and I just really wasn't aware of it until I started to do the work and unpack the stuff mm. um but there was a lot of other I mean we've all got stuff don't we all mm. we've all got family stuff and if we don't I mean, I think for me, what I've learned is it's really important to stop and listen to your body. What is your body telling you? Because when you do that, then you know what you need to do to be able to, I guess, move forward because everyone's got it. They just, it's whether we choose to, to listen and, and process and heal and move forward or we just push it down until one day we have no choice. We hit that rock bottom or we hit that burnout or we hit... I mean, everyone's got something, don't they, that they, that the universe has to throw at them to say, stop, you have to, you have to heal. Like, this is it. We're not going any further. And for me, that was infertility. And like I said, there was a lot of like um, mental illness and a lot of just, just not, I think it's just normal stuff that hadn't been healed. You know, it, generationally, our grandparents didn't, do their work because they just didn't know what to do or they didn't have the tools you know they did the best they could so then it's obviously passed on to our parents and then they kind of were a little bit the same you know doing the work wasn't really a thing back then was it it was kind of you know it wasn't even you know you just push it down you just keep going you're strong you keep going um you don't stop don't worry you don't cry that kind of stuff so now in our generation it's up to us to really unpack it, to heal, so we don't pass it on to, to our kids because or the next generation because that's what I didn't want to do. I wanted to give my kids a, a clean slate so they could move forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're right, that stigma 
of doing the work, it's like, well, if you need to do work on yourself, especially your inner self, then you're crazy. There's something wrong with you, right? Whereas these days we understand, yeah, we do inherit some things. We we also go through traumas in past lives. If you're the woo-woo in the woo-woo club with us, you know, there's the past life trauma. There's also the childhood trauma. There's so many different things that don't always come from family. They can come from social, you know, your social world or being bullied at school or just feeling messages from society that kind of stick in your head and start messing with you. And and I certainly, I, I love what you said about listening to the body because that's something I go to with my clients all the time at, to teach them to listen to their intuition. You can have lots of external tools and I love the tools. I love Oracle cards. I, I've got, I've got my crystals. I've got, you know, pendulums. But when you learn to listen to your body as the first intuitive messenger, you really don't need anything else, you know, when it comes to guiding your own self. Um, and so you're, you're exactly right when you've got that sacral chakra stuff going on. And, you know, in a, I mean, maybe you were struggling to feel true pleasure, you know, there was lack of trust in partnership, there's, you know, and also just maybe even doubting, you know, am I cut out for this, even if you wanted it. Um, there's so many reasons why that that might go off the rails, but it starts as a feeling. And sometimes we don't know how to pick up on that intuitive feeling then it becomes thoughts or it becomes an imbalance in the thoughts and emotions. And then the body starts showing it. And, and so it's these levels of like, you know, green light, yellow light, red light, let's listen, listen, listen. And that's exactly right. We get stopped in life and wonder what in the world is, are we gonna do? Well, if you change the thought and you change the action and you nurture yourself differently, what do you know? Spiritually, you open up, your body starts to open up, some things can miraculously heal. And you're definitely an example of that. I agree, and, I, and that's exactly what I tell all of my clients as well. Your thoughts become your feelings, and your feelings become your reality over time. Like so, and and that's a really powerful place to be once you actually realize that because we, the mind is actually the only thing in life we have total control over. We just can't see it in the moment. So if we can really understand that those thoughts that we're having are so powerful, and we have a choice, we can choose to have a a negative thought or a positive thought like we get to make the choice and once you understand that like it's such an empowering place to be it's like I'm going to choose a different way or I'm going to choose to change my story like I don't want to do this anymore I want to change mm. for myself to be the best version of myself I can be and for my partner and, and for my friends and, and for my career and for everyone, I mean, we heal ourselves, we heal everyone around us inadvertently, don't we? And, mm. you know, once we kind of really lean into that and understand that and, and start to, to see change, like it's just so empowering, so cool really as well. Like there's no, other, there's no other word for it. It's like, wow, like I can use this for good yeah, for me and for, and for my loved ones and, you know, me healing myself has meant them it's given my mum permission to heal and, and my grandma is no longer with us but you know my mum was finally able to truly move on from her stuff with her mum mm. because I healed myself which then allowed our relationship to heal and then obviously the, it's the domino effect like she could heal her relationship with her mum and it's just like it's to it. Well, there's no other really word. It just it, it's such a beautiful thing, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. It is. Um, it is. And yeah, reframing those those thoughts and and realities, you know, because if you think a thought enough, like you said, it becomes how you view what's going on, and it's always good to stop and say and of course louise and i are in the uh the nlp club so neurolinguistic programming going in checking out that limiting thought checking out that story and saying hmm is that just a story we're telling ourselves from some place of doubt or pain or hurt or you know low expectation or judgment and how is that really serving us how does that feel in our bodies and then to be able to switch that i had one just the other day uh, a new project I was working on, I'm like, oh, it's just so much. I don't know if I can do it. I just feel like, and I said, well, why do I feel so stressed about this? Well, I, I'm saying to myself, this is overwhelming and I can't figure it out. If I change it to, I can learn to figure it out. I'm just learning. I'm like, oh, I can relax and move forward. But the, I can't, or it's too big, or, you know, this definition, this global definition of a thing or a situation can really knock us down into this very disempowering place, can it? Oh, it's our language is everything. Our, the language we use is everything, and we don't realize because it's it's obviously all this unconscious programming, isn't it? Like it just it just automatically happens, and we've just built this programming over pretty much over the course of our life. So we just do it. But for me, it was like I'm my body is broken. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. Nobody's going to like me. Like I can't do this. I'm never going to become a mum. And that's the same programming. For pretty much every single one of my clients so it's like well let's let's start to reframe let's look at this like why can't you become a mum like your body's not broken mm-hmm. you just have some healing to do that's just a journey that we need to go on so let's start the journey your body hasn't failed you you're not failing anyone this is just your chance to unpack some stuff and be able to move on like yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of really exciting when you look at it that way. It's, it's your chance to heal, to be the best version of yourself you can be for your future baby. Like, let's get excited about that. You know, you don't, you're not going to pass on your stuff. And it all starts with the language that we're using. You are not broken. You are worthy. You are lovable. You are, the. I mean, we're all worth something, aren't we? Because we were put on this earth. So we are all worthy because God put us here in the first place or whatever universal energy it is that you believe in. We are here because we are worthy of being on this earth. So when you strip it back, I mean, that's really the core of it. So let's just build on that and let's just start changing the language. And it's really easy because you started talking to yourself in one way so you can change and start talking to yourself in another way. It, it. it just takes practice. Like it's not, it's just so easy. Um, it is. Yeah. And we think about that with other people, right? Like, oh, well, yeah, I'm so sorry. I said it to you that way. You know, if you have a conscience anyway, you notice you might've snapped at someone or said something that brought them down and you can correct that, but it's, it's hard when nobody else reminds you to inside your own brain. So I think this, you know, this conversation serves as that reminder, like, Hey, think about how, what you're saying to yourself and how you're saying to it. And is it someone else's voice or is it yours? And that's a really great way to redefine it and say, oh, that's not even my voice. I don't even really believe that, but I've taken it on and this has now created this limited reality. I mean, and if you wouldn't say it to your best friend or your loved one or your partner, then don't say it to yourself. Like if you would not say that that phrase or that sentence or that 
that wording, that language to a person you love, you should not be saying it to yourself. So that when you kind of think of it like that, it's like, oh, hang on. No, I definitely would not say that. So it's not okay. Mm. And that's a lot of the time where I start with my clients is that look at let's look at this language. Would you say that to your partner? No, well then let's not say it to ourselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and one point that I think we've brought up in a couple of other interviews is, you know, that's all your internal environment knows is what you're thinking about, you know, what you're processing coming out, how you're judging it, the stories you're telling inwardly. So your nervous system, if you've got a stressed out nervous system, probably it starts with the thoughts you're thinking about what's going on. You know, and sometimes there's also the the high sensitivity that can just be like, oh my gosh, you're absorbing it all so fast. And that's a whole kind of different topic. But, you know, it's really important to say, all right, if I can change the story about what I'm experiencing, how does that calm me? How does that make me feel safer? And yeah, if I wouldn't say it to my loved one, I shouldn't say it to myself. That's a great, great tip. So, so Louise, you know, thank you for sharing about what it was like before uh, you started following your calling, but when you followed your intuition along the way, like as you were getting this healing and then you realized, oh my gosh, I got to help other people do this too. Can you share what that was like? Just kind of going for it, going, you know, that feeling of exhilaration, fear, probably is big and scary project. I'm starting a business and like, kind of like that story to, to where you are now. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. I guess um, a lot of fear. It was like I was birthing another child again. So the same story came up for me, the same feelings of lack of worth and extreme fear, like paralyzing fear, like to the point, like I I couldn't, I didn't, I I remember going to see um, an energy healer at the beginning and she was like, well, what do you, how, how can we channel this? What can we do with this? Anyway, she put me in front of a, um, Oh, a, a mirror and she said I want you to say I am a success and I couldn't I couldn't say it like I just went I am a, and and she was like but you've done so many successful things and I just couldn't do it like I was paralyzed like and I was like I know if I want to make this business a success and I want to impact people's lives in the way that I want to do it I'm gonna have to keep like I'm gonna have to go back to basics here and 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 do the work again because I, it was to me like rebirthing a child. I was birthing a business. So, and for me, those emotions, although I'd done a lot of work on myself, it's still a journey, isn't it? Like, I think I'd done enough work on myself to realize that I still needed to do some more work, which was really, really a massive step forward. I didn't let myself kind of go get. Uh, overwhelmed with the fear and the anxiety and the stress of it all I was like no this is just presenting as my programming I need to to do some healing on this to be able to move forward which I did and and, I mean it's still a continuing journey isn't it like I still you know there's still the voices in the back of my head going oh no you're not worthy of this you know imposter syndrome like oh no you know you shouldn't be doing this or but it's like no I now know that I should and I am worthy and I I am here to make an impact and I'm here to support and I'm here to help. So I'm 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 able to override those voices and like you said, change the language and now move forward. But 
I mean, it's definitely, it's, it's been a journey of, and I had no idea, like I did my training and I was like, this is great, you know, I'm qualified now. Becoming qualified and then a business owner are two completely different journeys. <laughs> yes, ma'am, they As are. Any business owner, any entrepreneur, anyone. And the, the journey to, I guess, starting your own business. Like I remember the day my website, my website went live I went into a meltdown because that was kind of the first, for me, like I was visible to the world, like, and my nervous system shut down really. And I went into this really massive stress response mode for a day or two, because I just, it was such a, I guess you were, you know, it opened me up and I was vulnerable and I was like, what are people going to think? And what are people going to say? And, you know, am I really worthy of being here? Um, but it's about really just moving forward and pushing forward and moving through the fear and I guess facing your fear, isn't it? And, you know, I, my clients come to me every day and, and they're just overwhelmed with stress and anxiety and fear about never, you know, realising their dreams of becoming a mum. So it's really important for me that I push through and I continue to do the work so I can be the, the leader for them and show them if I can do it, so can you. So that for me is so important. And, and so it really is about just feeling the fear, facing the fear, leaning into it and just pushing through it and just going, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm <laughs> just doing it. Just and doing just, it. I'm just, just going to take it. the leap. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. And, you know, the first podcast I ever did, because I, I could never speak in front of people, you know, really any more than two people and certainly not, on video or in front of an audience, I was physically ill before. I think I didn't sleep for a week beforehand. I was physically ill right before it and then physically ill after it. And I was shaking like, like you know, it was horrendous. But I had to do it to be able to, to move forward. So I did it. And it felt amazing. I was like, you know what, if I can do that, I can do anything. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's taken the leap over and over again. I know when I first started doing readings for, for people years and years ago, that was it. I'm like, I'm going to show up to this event and have strangers sit down and I'm just going to tell them about themselves. What the heck? And I had been in development classes, you know, and, and practice circles for 10 years. And it was still like, this is totally different. And uh, my guides told me this is a leap of faith. Just look at it as like every time. Well, we've got your back. It's going to come. There's, you know, the words will come. So uh, yeah, starting any new level of our work, it comes with that same self-doubt, that same, oh, I don't know if I can do that. But if we're called to do it and it's what is supposed to be, our guides will always lead us through it no matter what. So it's really cool to see um, how you're out there following your calling in the world and, and facing those doubts the way that you are. <laughs> do it, don't you? You just, you just got to do it. So uh, here's the point in the, um, the conversation. That I love to talk about those current challenges, but you already pretty much brought them up that they still come up, that feeling of being tied to past identity or feeling like you can't really break free to move forward. Um, let's talk about that a little bit, but I also want to just go into your cards. So how about I start with the cards and then we'll just keep going with the conversation. Does that okay. sound good? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. So you're definitely, you know, learning, learning how to balance letting the universe take 
take charge and then you also taking charge at the same time. So this kind of conversation with the universe when it comes to manifestation or just balancing your energy. Um, and that can be also described as a masculine feminine balance, like a, you know, this assertive push versus this receptive, let's just see what shakes out <laughs> and you're nodding. So can you share how that's been coming up for you lately? I guess, um, I mean, control is massive and obviously our need to control is, is sits in the masculine. And when, I mean, fertility, people struggling with fertility issues, I mean, that's classic. I need to control the timeline, need to control when, you know, need to control, I like this is, you know, fit into to my schedule or, you know, this is, you know, this is a great moment in time because, you know, X, Y, Z and the timing's great. And for me, the need to, and I think that could then, comes from fear doesn't it and it comes from from not trusting ourselves not trusting our body not trusting the the process not trusting the universe and for me control has always been a massive um i guess uh indicator that there is something going on underneath that i'm not letting flow i'm not letting the feminine kind of just come in and and um and that always presents when i'm starting to get scared or that old fear-based story is coming up again and that's because I'm I'm reaching a new level or I'm doing something different outside you know outside of my comfort zone or in my work you know I I'm I'm now this year looking at um, working with the corporate market which is a completely different although in the fertility space fertility in the workplace a completely different um, place to go for my business so then obviously the old fear-based stories come out and then your need to control starts to to kick in doesn't it well I need to know this and I need to know this and I need to know that it's like well hang on let's let's pull it back let's strip it back why do I need to know if I truly trust that this is the space that I need to be taking my business then and I, I just let it flow then it will naturally happen mm, so I need right. to stop and I need to strip it back and I need to just get back to trusting the process and trusting my calling and trusting that this is the direction I need to take my business and it will happen when the time is right. So Lou, just stop. <laughs> yes. Well, it's interesting you say that because in your cards, I do have a nice big opportunity that recently kind of fell into your lap or came to you out of the blue and you were you were looking for it you know you were hoping for it or looking for it but it's like oh i didn't look at it that way and it just kind of the sky opened up and you are moving into a time that feels a little like a divine detour it is going to bring up ghosts from your past or a sense of doubt from the past um, but just always remember that you have the skills that you need to su succeed in the situation. You just have to use them a little differently. So there's not a whole lot that you need to learn that's new. It's simply kind of showing up with your confidence that you are bringing something new into this space, that you don't need to conform to the space. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And I think that's really spot on. I mean, obviously, confidence then ties into that old fear-based story about worth imposter syndrome but it's really about owning I think just stepping into your own power you're who you are I mean nobody on this earth is is you nobody is me and when we start our business if we own who we are own our authenticity step into our power then there's really we are there's no one on on this earth that is us so 
if we just run our own lane, stop comparing ourselves to other people mm-hmm. and just do our thing, mm-hmm. then we are obviously going to go into the direction we need to go, aren't we? Because there's no one that is us. But it's when we start trying to be somebody different or start trying to because we think we're not good enough or we're not worthy or we're, you know, we're not smart enough. So we need to, to, to be doing what, you know, this person's doing or, or, you know, if we just stayed in our own lane, really sat in our confidence and our power and owned it, yeah. then we'd, we'd be okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and underlying what you're experiencing right now, there's a, there's a a need for a strong intention setting um, and, and to constantly remind yourself that you are moving in the right direction, that you're moving forward. And, And the more you look back at what hasn't worked in the past, or maybe there's old habits, or there's some distractions that can come in and keep you from from enjoying the journey, um, because in some ways you've got a, a lot of steps to take to get to where you're wanting to go. And that might be discouraging sometimes. I mean, that's just how it is, right? <laughs> like you said, on the business path, on the entrepreneur path. Yeah, life in general. <laughs> so it's just about intending and saying, I'm on my way there and let me enjoy each day and each step as it is without judging my progress on the journey, because <clears throat> the biggest obstacle is simply getting um, comfortable with the unknown aspects of it. So meditation would be very good for you, quieting your mind when you're in a a busy state of planning, um, because the more that you deal with that egoic need to control, the more your power comes up and and you feel more empowered from the inside out. It's that kind of more external, like you're good at scheming and you're very intelligent. So that sharp intelligence can actually disempower your inner power, if that makes sense. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, and that's just be, I mean, and, and anyone who, you know, any one of my clients will probably say, you know, you can say the same thing. It, it, it's, you know, sometimes, sometimes you can be, you know, um, too smart for your own good in, in, yes. in a way, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's just, it's really just allowing everything to, to flow, not overthinking, not trying to work out what the next step is, just trusting the next step will come when it's ready to come. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's just pulling yourself to the present moment is what I'm seeing as your biggest challenge. So just keep doing that. Keep sharing that with the clients as well. And uh, speaking your truth will come much easier, you know, if, it, if it's a worry about, you know, presenting in front of these, you know, big corporate audiences or dealing with groups or whatever it is, it's like, well, I'll get there and I'll talk to them like, you know, you might feel that anxiety in the beginning, but once you get there and get into it, it's just going to be very, very natural. So I feel that you're going to become a new person, you're going to shine through this, but it's just going to be this process of shedding the old skin of staying a little nervous and a little like out of sight. <laughs> Healing the the layers of the onion. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I'd love to hear about where you go with this. And it's been lovely hearing about your journey on the show. I know you've inspired others and it's just been really great to finally get to chat with you. Thank you so much, Molly. I've had the best time. Um, It was worth the the 3.15 wake up call. (laughs) Awesome. That's right. Big time difference out there in Australia. Well, um, again, thanks for being here, Louise, and we really appreciate you. Can you let uh, the audience know where they can find you if they'd like to learn more about you online? 
My name is Louise Wiki, and I'm sure that I'm well. I'm the only one in Australia, but there's not many of us around the world. So all my socials, Louise Wiki. I'm Louise Wiki. www.louisewiki.com is my website, and like I said, Louise Wiki on all my socials. So I'm super easy to find. Um, you know, I would love to connect, learn about more about you and your journey. Uh, love to virtually coffee date. Let me know. Awesome. Thanks, Louise. Thanks, Molly. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, Book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.